0: So Jay. <clears throat> thank you, Jay. You know what? It's great having you in person and what an introduction as well, Jay. Thank you so much for that. I love that. In the wings. The curtains are about to go up. I'm feeling really nervous now. Thank you for that. No, no well listen, it is wonderful to see you all sorry, can I can you just pick my, my water, thank you, darling. I forgot. Thank you very much. Um, well, listen, hello, welcome. Uh, my name is Mark, senior pastor. It is the privilege to serve uh, you all here. And um, I just wanna say, wasn't that just an amazing time of worship? Uh, you know, just singing songs about Jesus, just absolutely wonderful. I wanna say thank you to the team. We are so blessed with such an amazing worship team here. So just such a lovely time. You know, I'm gonna pray and then we're gonna get right into it. <clears throat> Lord, I wanna thank you for the opportunity to be together this morning. An opportunity which many around the world do not have, Lord. Let us not take it for granted that we can meet freely as we do to worship you, Jesus. And I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come. Come in power, I ask. Speak to our hearts, open our eyes and our ears to see and to hear all that you have for us. Lord, I pray that you would remove all the distractions of the day, the burdens of the week, that we would centre ourselves on you, Jesus, as you speak directly to each one of us, I ask. In your precious name, amen. Well, as uh, the guys have said, we transition out of the liminal space, so I'm not going to go into that, but you can catch up as we've been looking at what God does in that threshold as we move from the former things into the new. And uh, this morning then, we transition to take a view of what the new may look like. like. You know, God spoke to me probably in about 2020 about what the next decade may look like here at the Vineyard Church St. Albans. I remember the day, well, I was uh, in the car park and we have a bench in the corner. You've probably seen it. Maybe some of you have sat on it. And I remember sitting on that bench prompted by the Lord to think so big that if God didn't turn up, we would fall flat on our face. Who knows that's what faith is, right? Spelled R-I-S-K. And I remember sitting on that bench and I remember the Lord just starting to impress upon me the need for us to move and to keep moving on. And over the course of the next few days, I started sharing this with the staff team. And we had a leaders meeting in January where I outlined what I believe the Lord was saying to us as a church for the next decade. And then all of a sudden, what hit? COVID. And we promptly closed our doors as the rest of the country did, and indeed the world. And I thought at that point, to be honest with you, that everything was hit on pause. And I said, Lord, why? What what? This timing doesn't make sense. But you see, as we've discovered in the liminal, what God was actually doing was getting us ready for it, putting us in the liminal space to prepare us for the very vision that God was outlining for us. And equally at the same time, and I'm going to reflect on this as I go through this week and the next couple of weeks, God has actually been moving in ways in which we couldn't have actually planned. You see, God didn't stop moving. God continues to build his church. And so what I'm gonna share with you today, and as I said, which we're going to cover over the next couple of weeks, is what I believe the Lord is outlining for us as a church. And I say that whether you're in the building or online, if you are watching us this morning and over the week, of what this next decade is going to look like. Are you ready? Everyone's looking at me going, oh, thank you for that, Sally. You know, let me just start by saying this, that while I am outlining a new vision for what the next decade is gonna look like, our mission, our reason for being remains the same. You see, our mission has always been to make Christ known, to fulfill the call on his church to fulfill the Great Commission. Why don't we look at that? It's in Matthew 28:19 to 20. It'll be on the screen. It says this, go therefore, this is Jesus speaking, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. That is for us. This wasn't for disciples alone. That is for us in the 21st century. And you see the vineyard movement of which we are part of is a missional movement. We are a group of over two and a half thousand churches globally. Did you know that? Over 130 churches in the UK on a mission. We exist to extend his kingdom to reach the lost. We are here not just for a wonderful party in these doors, in these rooms. But we are here to make Christ known to people outside. That's what we exist for. You see, church is not a social club. Church is a missional organism. It is the body of Christ to make Jesus known. That is our mission and that does not change. And that has been the hallmark of the Vineyard Church, St. Albans, Chris and Fliss, our founding pastors, of which I'm so blessed that they are still here, started this church over 30 years ago, maybe 34 years in their lounge room with their family and a faithful few. Why? Caught up in the mission to make Christ known to those around them that were not being reached. This is our story. That continues to be our story. You know, as a people, our kingdom mindset and understanding of the here and not yet informs our need to extend His kingdom here on earth, that we are caught up in a cosmic battle for the very souls of men and women. Yes, that is true. As a people, our awareness of the presence and power of the Holy Spirit indwelling in us and poured out upon us empowers us to demonstrate the good news of Jesus, not just in word, but in also in deed. As we see people restored and healed, as signs and wonders follow the proclamation of the gospel. You know, as the people are understanding that everyone gets to play, that the business of making Christ known is for Everyone, not just the guy or gal on the stage, our understanding of everyone gets to play commissions and propels each one of you here to be part of this great endeavour. As a people, our commitment to extending the justice and compassion of Jesus fuels our desire to reach those who are unloved, forgotten, forgotten, and marginalised by society, that we are called to stand up for those that cannot do so themselves. As a people, our priority to worship, to draw close to Him in intimacy, is the place and centre that this all flows from, relationship with Him. These are our values that also do not change. This is our DNA which defines how we do what we do and as a people, how we fulfil our mission. And it's worth saying that on our website, on the talks about four years ago, we did a series called Our Values and we looked at each one of these and we'll put a link on our website for those if you want just to get across each of these. And so in the story of the Vineyard Church, St Albans, While our mission remains the same, while our values do not change, we find ourselves at another key chapter where God is outlining a new vision of what it's gonna look like. You know, I said actually before the doors closed on COVID that this church is gonna look different, smell different, sound different. God is outlining a new vision of how we outwork the mission that God has placed on us. And we are in that moment, a moment where we exit the liminal and prepare for the new. So what is the new, I hear you ask. It's a very good question. Thank you for asking it. (laughs) What is God calling us to do in this next chapter? He's calling us to do this, to extend our reach, to reach the lost. It is time to extend out for him, to reach those who have yet to be reached, for those who have yet to encounter the living Jesus and experience the new life which comes from him. It is time to reach further than we've been before, to spend ourselves on giving all of ourselves for him. As a church family, we have always responded to the call of the Lord to expound our boundaries, haven't we? in order to make Christ known to reach the lost. Let's look at Isaiah 54 too. This should be well known to you if you've been part of this church family for a while. It says this, Enlarge the place of your tent. Stretch your tent curtains wide. Do not hold back. Lengthen your cord. Strengthen your stakes for you will spread out to the right and to the left. Your descendants will dispose nations and settle in their desolate cities. This is a kingdom mandate to expand God's kingdom to a world that needs to know Jesus. And this has been the call that has always been upon us as a people. And so in many ways, extending our reach is more a call to say, let's go again. Are you ready? Let's continue where we last left off, shall we? You know, extending our reach has driven many of our decisions. Moving from the lounge room at Chris and Fliss to a conference room in a hotel. Moving from the conference room in a hotel to a school hall. Moving to another school hall because that school hall was too small. Then moving to another school hall to finally buying a place of our own, a home of our own in 2003. Extending our reach. And then creating the balcony because not only we walked in here, I wasn't here at the time, but there was a few people who said, wow, this building's big. This is gonna be good for us for a long time. And then what, in a few months, people said come in and we better build a balcony. Why? Extending our reach. And then in January 2015, purchasing next door. Extending our reach even further, providing a compassion centre for all of our compassion ministries and new children's facilities as we extended our reach. But also implanting churches outside of this church. Do you know we've planted around nine churches over the past 35 years, many of which have planted out themselves, extending our reach to reach the lost. But you know, we've extended our reach not just in physical places. It also involves changing our usual way of doing things to reach those that the current model of church doesn't fit. You know, back in the 90s, we witnessed within St. Normans a spirit move amongst the youth We knew we had to extend our current Sunday church format that wasn't reaching that demographic. And so the Burn Youth Church was born in the evenings. The Holy Spirit moving in that and reaching so many that would otherwise not be reached. And you know, many of the Burn Youth went on to lead and pioneer local and national ministries. Did you know that? Or plant vineyard churches themselves. Why? Because we extended our reach to reach the lost. We have created spaces in dozens of other ways, including specific ministries for specific groups of people, whether that be the Rise Ministry, whether that be our equip courses, connect groups formed out around interest. The list goes on and on and on, always looking to extend our reach to reach the lost. And even recently in the liminal, God has been extending our reach. Look at what he's done with us with online, reaching hundreds. And we have many around the world that now we can reach that haven't been reached before. A new evening, youth space in the evening. God has been on the move. Where I thought that maybe things were paused, God was working in us and through us. And here we are again, a point at which God is saying, let's continue to extend our reach. You know, before COVID, the Lord gave me a picture of of me and the guy, you might've heard me talk about this. Actually, I think it was the end of 2019. I was in my garden at home and I remember looking at, what is a reasonably well manicured garden, thinking this is a lovely garden. But beyond our fence, we have fields around us. And I remember the Lord saying, you know, the temptation, Mark, is to stay in the garden because it's lovely there. You'll have a nice picnic. The flowers are lovely, but I'm calling you as a church to extend your reach into those fields that have yet to be cultivated and harvested for me. And you see, the danger of a place like this, if I'm completely honest, is we can get very, very comfortable Isn't it lovely on a Sunday? We're about to move into a season of a little bit of discomfort. Who's up for that? Why? Because we're on a mission. We're called to get out of the well manicured garden because why? The harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. So how are we going to extend our reach to reach the lost over this next decade? This is the answer. We're going to create spaces and places for people to encounter Jesus. Create spaces and places for people to encounter Jesus. Let me just start by saying this. It's all about Jesus. It's all about encountering Jesus. You know, you may recall once again before COVID hit, we were in a, in a talk series entitled Encounter. There was in, that was intentional because <laughs> I was prepping us for this. And we looked at amazing stories in the gospel accounts and in the Bible of men and women encountering Jesus, the woman with the issue of blood and the restoration she experienced from the healing power of Jesus as she just encountered him by touching his cloak. Nathaniel from under the fig tree where Jesus called him out by name, finding a purpose all of a sudden that he didn't have before. The woman at the well as she encountered Jesus and the freedom she found to live a life free from the bondage of sin and be all that God had called her to be. Zacchaeus in the tree, hiding there out of shame. Jesus him, Jesus calling him out into a life where he could bless others. And the disciples as he called them to drop their nets and become fishers of men. Each one and many more lives transformed in meeting Jesus. And we heard last week, didn't we? Our own stories from our church family of encounters with Jesus and how Jesus has transformed them in the liminal space. Jesus is at the centre Jesus said in John 14:6, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. You see, it is the person of Jesus who is the way to an eternal relationship with God. Not all ways lead to God, only one way and that is Jesus. There isn't relative truth There is just truth, Jesus. And that is the good news we are called to share, that Jesus made a way where we could not, right? That is the good news. Where sin has caused a barrier between God and man, Jesus took the sin on his own body, on that cross at Calvary, and took the punishment that was due us in order that we would receive the righteousness of Christ and walk into relationship with our Father who loves us. No amount of good works can get you to heaven. This is not a gospel of performance. This is not a gospel of if you're good and better, you'll get to heaven. This is a simple gospel. Jesus has done it all for you. That is radical. In a society and a world where it says, you better be better, the gospel says Jesus was already better for you. What is our response then? we say yes to Jesus, we say yes to him. And so you see, if it's about encountering Jesus, we are here to introduce people to Jesus. I wanna take the pressure off you. You're not here to make converts. You're not here, this is not a manufacture of converts. This this is not a factory. We are called to make disciples. How? By introducing them to Jesus by telling people our story, by creating a space where they can encounter the living Jesus. And so that is what our role is, to create more space for people to, create, to encounter Jesus. Let's look at this then. How are we going to create spaces and places? Let's look at spaces. You know, we thank God for the amazing facilities that our current church building has. We are so blessed, so grateful to God for the men and women who have given over the many years. Many of you here have been on that journey of sacrifice, impacting thousands of people's lives over the course of these many years because of your sacrifice to create space where people can encounter Jesus. But we are confronted with the question, how can we extend our current home and create new spaces that enable people to encounter Jesus? And so over the next decade, starting now, we'll be creating a new spaces within this building to reach new people, we are going to complete next door upstairs and create a brand new youth facility, including auditorium, studio space, lounge, breakout rooms, allowing larger numbers of youth into our building, both on Sundays but also during the week as well. There's a reason why you're seeing lots of stuff on the balcony, because the builders are already in. We've already started and we'll get that finished. Thank you, Lord. But it's more, our partnership with STEP, who are now in, part of our, uh, in our facility here, STEP work with most of the church, uh, schools around the area. In fact, all of them bar one. And we're gonna be working with STEP and 267, an organisation in the area that works with uh, youth around and churches. We're gonna expand our offering and spaces during the week to create spaces for youth who are not part of this church to come in here and to encounter Jesus We're also gonna build a brand new space for our Ventureland ministry, right there, up there. We've already started. A place where more youth, kids, sorry, can come and encounter Jesus. Jesus is moving amongst our kids and our youth. We need to create that space for them to encounter Jesus. We're also gonna be creating a brand new state-of-the-art special educational needs and disability space, or SEND allowing us to reach those children and families. Allowing us to reach those children and families who currently can't come to churches because it's just too difficult. We're going to extend our reach to reach those families and that work is starting now. We're also going to be reviewing spaces within our building to create new Connect Lounge, a new Connect Lounge, ensuring that we not only continue to offer our legendary warm welcome and donuts, but actively work to help people connect into the life of this church and encounter Jesus. It is so easy, you know, it can be easy just to wander into a door and wander out again. We need to be uh, intentional on helping people connect. And so we're we starting on a lot of these initiatives, but this is what it's going to look like for us over the next decade. But it goes beyond the building. We're going to explore new creative worship formats and spaces. We're going to invest in our worship team and I'll make some announcements later. We're going to have new events and seminars, and new services that we're going to look to extend our reach to those who do not find it comfortable in a, in a model like this. We're going to explore new models and formats, formats. That is spaces. There is a lot to do. Who's up for it? We're a church on a mission, and God's got way more for us. And we're going to be unpacking this spaces on a particular week, not next week, the week afterwards. We're going to dive into this and look at what this looks like. Let's look at creating places. You see, it's not just about creating new spaces within these four walls. It's about creating new physical places outside. And so we will be looking to extend our reach translocally for a program of new church sites that start this year. We are gonna continue where we last left off with planting new churches and a new model. And next week, we're going to announce our first new site that's gonna go live this year. So you do not wanna miss that. And we're gonna introduce you to the new site pastors of that church as well. We will be exploring regional opportunities and evolving how we work with our existing organizations. We work with many, including Azalea, who you know do an amazing job in the region. We're going to be looking at new partnerships as well. To extend our reach to reach the lost and create places where people can encounter Jesus, and we're going to be over the next decade assessing our global opportunities. As you know, we partner with Bethesda Mission. Mission, we have done other um, work with other organisations throughout our history, and we're going to pick up that baton again as we think about our reach in a global fashion. So there you go, creating spaces and places. So why again, before I end, why now? Good question. I'll give you four things, if you're not already convinced. God has not finished with us yet. Forget the former things, because do you not see I'm doing a new thing? That doesn't mean we forget in as much as, well, that was useless. God says, don't live in the past, I'm about to do something new. I'm gonna build on what I've already done. We are here because of the men and women have sacrificed and extended themselves to extend our reach. And it is now our time to pick up the baton. I don't want to miss out on that, do you? Why? Number two, we have been good stewards of what God has given us thus far. So he's given us more. That is a kingdom principle. God says, I can trust you for more. I'll give you more. We shouldn't be surprised that the vision gets bigger and bigger because God trusts us with more and more. Number three, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. I mentioned this earlier. Matthew 9:35. It's harvest season. There are people out there that need to know Jesus, which leads me on to the fourth point: Time is short. Jesus is coming soon. I think the church needs to wake up globally. I just want to be clear with all of you. Jesus is coming again. What does that mean? It means that this age of grace that we're in, this church age, it will come to an end. And that will be it. When will he come? I don't have a date. Sorry if I disappoint you on that one. <laughs> but Jesus says, You will see the signs, you will see the season, and we are in that season. It, you know, it says in the scriptures, Be alert and sober minded and be awake. Why? Because we need to have a sense of urgency. We are propelled and compelled because the time is short, the clock is ticking and people's eternal souls are at stake. That is why we are here. That is why we are on a mission to make Christ known. And that is why God is calling us to extend our reach, to reach the lost. That is why God is calling us to create new places and spaces for people to encounter Jesus. And with that, I'd like you to stand as I invite the band. Thank you.